Our Bible reading this morning is from Luke, uh, chapter 23, verses 38 to 43. Luke 23, verses 38 to 43. There was written a notice above him which read, This is the King of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said. So you're under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Good morning, everyone. I was 19 when I first truly experienced the forgiveness of Jesus in my life, and I knew then that he really was good news. I'd been brought up to know God, and I'd wanted to follow him, but it had been so hard as a teenager, and I was a unsure about whether the cost of being a Christian was really worth it and I was miles away from living a Christian life. I went as far as telling my friends and family that I didn't want to be a Christian but then God put someone alongside me who I barely knew and yet who he used to open my eyes. I came to see the extent of Jesus' sacrifice and what it meant for me to be truly forgiven and to live in relationship with God. It was one of those wonderful light bulb moments. Our passage today is one that I'm drawn to again and again as I consider the good news of Jesus' death on that first Good Friday. Yes, I know we've only recently been remembering the joy of the first Easter Sunday morning, but I don't think we can ever tire of the good news and the wonder of the cross. This account is really vivid as we read it. And we can imagine those three crosses bearing the dying bodies of three men with nails through their hands and through their feet, beaten and struggling as they grasp for breath. But as we visualise too the crowd sneering and the soldiers mocking and taunting Jesus to prove himself as king, to come down and save himself. As he dies with no desire to save himself, I'm struck again that in doing so, he died to save others, including a repentant criminal, and including you and me. His offer of salvation is open to all people. And that is good news. The best news in the world. Those standing at the foot of the cross were prepared to admit that Jesus had saved others during the last three years of his life. But for them it just proved nothing. Only if he comes down off the cross would he convince them that he really is God's Messiah, his chosen one, the Son of God, the King of the Jews. And yet, ironically, the evidence for his saving others was massive. The incredible healing and forgiveness of the paralytic man, the restoration of the blind man, the raising of the widow's son, and of course, Lazarus. But none of this seemed to carry any weight with them at all. They refused to see Jesus as saviour and king, as the innocent, 
dying for the sake of the guilty. But you see, the criminal is one of the others that Jesus saves. In his last dying moments, his eyes and heart are open to his need of forgiveness. He recognises his sin and that there is nothing he can do to make himself right with God. Indeed, he says, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. All he asks is that Jesus remembers him when he comes into his kingdom. And yet Jesus not only remembers him, but welcomes him into his kingdom, telling him that one day, that that very day, he will be with him face to face in paradise. A place in Jewish thought that was considered to be future bliss, symbolic of heaven itself. Quite simply, all the criminal does is recognise that Jesus is good news. And he reaches out to him, God's true king, the one who can save. For me, growing up in a Christian family, it seemed good news that my mum was a Christian. And it seemed good news when my dad came back to God and gave his life to Jesus. But the good news of Jesus didn't make that much difference in my life at that point. It didn't affect me. And I was quite happy letting others experience his saving power without it having any real personal impact. Like the crowds at the foot of the cross wanting Jesus to prove himself, I wanted lights in the sky to convince me Jesus was really worth following. I wanted my own personal miracle. Despite being able to see the impact that Jesus had on so many that I loved and cared for. But you see, this account reminds me that he saves others. But the good news of the cross is for me and for you too. Jesus' death was good news for all those that first Good Friday, for the crowds, the religious rulers, the soldiers and the criminals. His death is good news for you and for me and for all humanity because it demonstrates his love and his power to save everyone who comes to him. You see, just like the criminal, our sins deserve to be punished. And yet Jesus, our innocent saviour, died in our place, receiving the punishment that you and I, that we deserve, that in turn we might be made innocent before God because of his sacrifice. As Isaiah writes, the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. There's nothing we can do to make ourselves right with God. Everything has been done for us. All we need to do is reach out to Jesus, look him in the face and recognise him for who he is, just as the criminal did. My penny dropping moment as a 19 year old was significant because I realised that I was effectively a criminal in the eyes of God, a rebel against him, a sinner who could do nothing to sort myself out. And I realised that because of the cross, I was forgiven my past and that nothing I had done could keep me from God's loving mercy in Jesus. And I realised too that just as the curtain of the temple was torn in two, the way was now open for me to come to God. I was welcome into his kingdom, both now and always. When we receive good news, we want to share it, don't we? We phone people, we stick it on social media, we can't wait to let people know. How much more do we want to share the best news in the world? Let's not keep it to ourselves because the offer of salvation is open to all who come to Jesus. Amen.